Broadcasting from behind the Second Amendment Iron Curtain in the shadows of the New York City skyline, this is Gun For Hire Radio, the voice of one million New Jersey gun owners, with your hosts, Sandy Berardi and Master Firearms Trainer, Anthony Calandra. Hi, from the land that freedom forgot, the most listened to Second Amendment broadcast in the nation, and a Merry Christmas to you all. Welcome to it. Yeah, show 605. Merry Christmas to everyone except all of you Marxists in Trenton. You know who you are. It looks like you took the bait and the trap has been set and you opened up the obligatory Pandora's box for our path to Second Amendment freedom in New Jersey. Our lawsuit is also addressing pistol permits and FID cards, as well as the exorbitant costs and everything. We are addressing all of the other injustices that you have been committing against us for the past 100 years in New Jersey with your three-tiered system. I want to thank you. Due to your overconfidence, ignorance, and hubris, we the people are going to take our rights back regardless of your treasonous efforts to circumvent the Constitution of the United States of America. So to all of you Marxists out there, I say, ho, 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 hoes. (laughs) And that is my opening, ladies and gentlemen. I hope you enjoyed it because the lawsuits are flying. As expected, Governor Murphy signed the carry killer bill. On Thursday in Plainfield or something in Somerset and with uh, all the Bloomberg people behind him. Those are the ones that are going to be bankrolling him when he runs for president. Can't wait to see how that goes. What his new hair club for men do that he has. The jack-o'-lantern on crystal meth (laughs) is now wearing a (laughs) wig or his hair is done. And he looks like uh, the doc from uh, Back to the Future. Yeah, yeah, it's great. Okay. Uh, (laughs) Crazy. It's just surreal. But here's the deal. As promised by ANGRPC, NRA, Scott Bach, Dan Schmutter, et al., the ink was not even dry, and our case was filed um, in New Jersey with uh, the United States District Court with District Judge Karen McGasson-Williams, which I'll talk about in a little bit. And at the same moment, the FPC, SAF, NJ2AS, and CNJFO, they filed a lawsuit uh, focusing mostly on uh, sensitive places. Our case with Dan Schmutter, with the seven plaintiffs, is covering everything, as well as the firearms ID card scheme, as well as the pistol permit scheme, as well as the quotes from... um, McKeon saying, do we really want to put guns in the hands of those people, <laughs> those people. in Jersey City and yep. Camden, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So it's really, really good uh, that they all came out and said that because we're going to use their words against them like they do to us all the time, right? It's it's not the nicest thing in the world, but when they come out and say it, but they don't get attacked about it because they're on the left. They never get attacked. They can say whatever they feel. They can say the racist shit right out, and nobody really cares, you know. Um, uh, but I'm going to tell you something. It's going to backfire because there is a lot of uh, there is a lot of uh, things that we're working on, and this could have opened the door, like I said, and opened the Pandora's box for us to get our case, the New York case, the FPC case, to the Supreme Court even faster. New Jersey could have just laid down. Their 100-year-old scheme lost in the Supreme Court. They could have kept the restrictive requirements, renewing every three years, every two years, three references Mm -hmm. and fingerprints, background checks, all of this crap. They could have kept all of that and just let us trickle in and carry, and we would have been fine, right? But no. They had to triple down yep. and write this bill that Murphy said is unconstitutional. He said it <laughs> on TV. Right. Yep. They know parts of it are unconstitutional. Joe Danielson, the one who picks corn out of poop, that's a mur- no-show Murphy job he got. corn strainer. Yep. Yes. He came out and said that he couldn't tell us where you could carry a gun. His job was only to tell us where you couldn't carry a gun. Yep. And this is a lawmaker. This is a person yeah. that swore an oath exactly. to uphold the Constitution that can't even give us an answer to a bill that he sponsored. That is the pure definition of treasonous idiot. Yep. But he's not an idiot because he knows exactly what he's doing. He does. But it's going to backfire because of the efforts of all the new two-way heavy lifters, all of these new people, which we're going to continue to talk about on the show, we 
are on the path to victory. I'm telling you right now. Real quick before it loses my mind, um, this is Christmas Day. We're taping the show. Sandy is actually in the studio yes. visiting from South Carolina. Sandy, say hello to everybody. Eh? Hello to everybody. Oh. Merry Christmas to you all. Yes. Now, we're taping Christmas Day, some bitch. <laughs> and uh, I received on Christmas Eve a beautiful flower arrangement from a florist in Morristown. And it does not say who it was from. Nowhere. No packaging, okay. no card or anything. I need to know who sent it. Not so much so that I could thank that person, <laughs> but I need to know because I want to re-gift it, and I don't want to give it to the person that gave it to me or someone they know. So if you sent me this it's beautiful, so of you. <laughs> if you sent me this beautiful flower arrangement, please send me a message today because I don't want it to die. I want to be able to give it away. That's great. So Dan filed. <laughs> Dan filed in the United States District Court, and our judge is Karen uh, McGlasson Williams, and she was appointed by uh, Biden just last year and uh she normally defends people who are uh like uh tenants and stuff and she tends to side with them so again if this doesn't go our way we can appeal it we're going to send it up to a, another level if uh if the fpc case which got a bush appointee judge if their case goes up to the next level and al aj korsky sent me this the judge assigned to the cnjfo case Gives us a faster path to the TRO we desire. See, the the TRO is coming next Tuesday, maybe, because the holiday weekend, Monday's a holiday. Remember, we only need one TRO on these sensitive places to give your permit some life again. So patience, my friends. This is his non-expert opinion. Thank you, AJ. And it's a Bush appointee. It's a Renee Marie uh, Bum. She's going to be hearing the TRO for FPC, CNJFO, SAF, NJ2AS. So, but Dan... Not only filed the case, but he filed a restraining order. He, he, he filed for a uh, temporary restraining order and an injunction, and we want, it, we want it to be heard by the court as soon as possible. And we have our schedule. Our normal schedule is the TRO uh, no later than December 30th. Uh, plaintiffs shall file and serve any uh, reply papers no later than January 4th. And then court is going to be an oral argument is going to be on January 9th. But we're hoping to put some uh, injunctions in sooner than that on the sensitive places. So it could happen with one of the two judges. And uh, so think about this. Um, this is from Scott Bach. He wrote, the same moment Governor Murphy was signing illegal carry killer legislation into law, ANGRPC was filing an epic federal lawsuit seeking to swiftly and device, decisively block the blatantly unconstitutional new measure. ANGRPC is also seeking a restraining order to immediately halt implementation of the new law while the case proceeds. The new law flagrantly and intentionally disrupts both the Second Amendment and the U.S. Supreme Court's Bruin decision upholding the right of honest citizens to carry firearms pers for personal protection. Now that New Jersey can no longer block the issuance of carry permits, the state is trying to change what it means to have a carry permit in the first place. The new law bans carry in most common public places, mandates non-existent liability insurance, and significantly increases permit fees to prevent lower-income citizens from exercising their right. So, And according to what's-his-name, this was designed specifically for this, wasn't it? It was designed specifically for us. It was designed as as to do that. And they told us that. Murphy came out and said it. Murphy did a, a basically a public thing and came out and said that's what the intended purpose was, was to uh, circumvent the new carry and uh, and Bruin because he doesn't agree in the, he calls them a right wing radical court. So basically yep. their court mm -hmm. is invalidated because, you know, we 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 uh, we legislate and executive branch and rule by tantrum now. Yeah, you and, know, it, and it's radical to uphold the Constitution, apparently. Correct, correct. So basically, uh, this is going to be a good fight, and we're asking for uh, a ton of stuff. And uh, Dan just wrote uh, a masterful piece, by the way, and um, they filed last minute again on Friday night for that restraining order. And we're going to see how it hashes out, but there's a lot going on. The New York cases uh, are in the second district, and the Jer Jersey cases are in the third district. In the second district, the uh, presiding Supreme Court justice is Sotomayor. In the third circuit right now, we have Justice Alito. And there's certain things that can happen. Uh, 
when we go up to the next level of court, you know, if we win at the lower court, New Jersey's going to appeal it. If we lose at the lower court, the state's going to appeal it. It's it won't be long. It won't be long before the uh, before the Supreme Court has to get involved. And uh, it's going to be interesting to see because what I think is that instead of, like I said, laying down, they quadrupled down, and it's going to it's going to backfire on them 100%. You, I mean, do you agree with me, Sandy? Oh, absolutely. They've, they've definitely taken it too yeah, far. Right. And, I mean, they've gone so unconstitutional now, there's, there's, there's no hiding it. They, sh- they shot themselves in the face on this one. And that's some ugly ass faces too. There's some ugly ass faces. Uh, I mean, ugly ass faces. They were all standing up there at the podium, and he's surrounded by all that Bloomberg money. Uh, I can't wait to see how that goes. Arrogance, and and they really do believe just the hatred that they have. That they they're blinded by their hatred because, as you said, if they would have left it alone, the sheeple in New Jersey, gun owners, would have just gone along with it. Every two years, renewal go through the process. We would have done it. It would have leveled off. The first year, you know, 300,000 people applied. The two-year renewal would have been 120,000. The the, the four-year renewal, it would have been 60,000. And it would have just went on its way. People would have gotten it out of their system. But now what New Jersey did, and I still am a firm believer that since the Bruin decision and since New Jersey started pulling all of this shit, they have really awoken the sleeping giant that you and I have been nudging for 12 13 years yeah, now right and i believe it's 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 phenomenal that we're getting to this point now where we've woken up so many people i can't believe how many young people and older people that are new to the game now and older people that were in the game for a while are getting active yeah uh, showing up for the Brian yep. Bergen thing, showing up for the NFT event we had here everybody is just Without showing up coffee too surprisingly and donuts no donuts no specialty coffee in it and they're coming out anyway. Correct. Oh. You know, Scott Bach also added, he goes, by signing this legislation, Governor Murphy has effectively ended any chance of ever being elected to higher office outside of New Jersey. <laughs> okay? And he has confirmed that the Constitution is indeed above his pay grade. Okay? Um, and it's true. It's going to go down in flames, yeah, and the Murphy exactly. administration is going to go down in flames with it because it's just so bad. Yeah. You can't even make this up how bad it is and uh, of what they put in there. And other states are looking at us, and their jaws are dropping. But as we always say, what happens in New Jersey doesn't stay That's in New right. Jersey. All right? So please, everybody, you have to get involved. ANJRPC, CNJFO, SAF, FPC. NJ2AS. Donate to your favorite organizations. Donate to an organization. Jim Howard, NRA instructor, Gun for Hire member, member of all the groups. He just posted he donated $100 to each of the five organizations. That was his early Christmas gift for the fight that everybody's putting up. That's what we need. We need more people like that. Step up, you peanut butter and jelly guys. Keep funding (laughs) the J Factor lawsuits and the help with the the paperwork that J Factor is doing for all of us, which is, is just phenomenal. Jay was up again this week he picked up a rifle uh for his son and we were we were chatting a little bit not enough hours in a day man yeah there's just not enough hours in a day but there's a lot going on we're going to be covering uh napping gave us uh, some good insight as well you know we had the nft meet um and uh it went really well we had 70 people they all brought different food here rich <laughs> ford and everybody and they did a great meet and greet which was phenomenal and then they, some of them shot but they all ate like like gavones which was really good <laughs> we had a lot lot of discussions about the vulnerable uh senator and assembly men and women coming next november that we're going to go after but uh our republican senators oraho and uh bramnick and buco and uh testa they all got up and they voiced their opinion against this law and said it's going to be deemed unconstitutional and it's going to be voted down. And one Democrat voted against them, uh, Democrat Nicholas Sacco from Bergen County, who's uh-huh. also the mayor of uh, North Bergen. Yeah. And uh, he's uh, he came up and he said, what, what you guys are doing here is crazy. Yeah, because it's, it's so unconstitutional. Their own Office of Legislative Services (OLS), yeah. which is supposed to be an independent, unbiased, turned around and said, "This, this is this is not right." Wow. And uh, on that note, let's talk about Holly Shapisi. So Holly and her husband Mark are members of the range here, and she's a uh, senator in the 39 legislative district. 
Uh, oh wait, real quick, you know, a good friend of ours. Remember, you remember Doug Steinhardt and I had the run in a long time ago when yeah, he was the yeah. head of the Republican Party in New Jersey. Yeah. Well, he took over Michael Dorey's uh, Senate seat, oh. so he's a he's a junior senator right now, and uh, he was sworn in. And his first vote was he voted no against the bill, and he got up and he spoke against it. Oh, wow. So I want to thank uh, Doug Steinhardt yeah. for his support as well. So this is what Holly um, Holly said. Uh, because uh, a lot of people wrote into her, and she says, uh, "Thank you for reaching out to my office on your thoughts of this new law. It makes uh, makes various revisions to requirements for obtaining a firearm purchase ID card, permit to purchase a handgun, and permit to carry a gun. It codifies sensitive places in which firearms and destructive devices are prohibited." This past Monday, I voted no. In addition to the legislation being unconstitutional in the wake of the Bruin ruling, the bill is problematic in a myriad of ways. The bill will not only make it nearly impossible for people to obtain lawful carry permits, but will prohibit current carry permit holders from using their existing permits nearly anywhere in the state. Indeed, when asked where someone would actually be able to carry a firearm in the state, the sponsors were unable to provide any examples. Additionally, the increase of fees and liability insurance requirements are likely in violation of our Second and Fourteenth Amendments. Per the nonpartisan New Jersey Office of Legislative Services, while I have always been a strong supporter of public safety, this legislation has little to no effect on stopping criminals, but rather results in harsh penalties for lawful gun owners, including crime victims and victims of domestic violence, and imposes burdens on law enforcement. This legislation, when signed into law by Governor Murphy, will undoubtedly face strict scrutiny in the courts, costing, uh, costly, uh, co- causing costly lawsuits, which will have to be paid by the taxpayers of New Jersey. Sincerely, Holly Shapisi, 39 Ledge District. Yep. She knows it. Yep. She knows it. She knows it's going to cost a lot of money. They don't really care. Again, we're, we're, we're ruling by, by tantrum. Yeah. We're going to keep stamping our feet until we get what we want. Rich Bowen had sent me that reply uh, from uh, the senator, by the way, and he wrote he he thanked her for her uh, for her uh, write up and you know putting in English and supporting our uh, constitutional rights to protect ourselves and our family. But in New Jersey, only criminals have constitutional rights yeah. to continue being criminals. We are not allowed uh, to protect ourselves or our family. We are just the cannon fodder. We're the bottom feeders. Yeah. We're the ones that are getting overly taxed. We just They just passed a $1.7 trillion ominous bill package, and <laughs> there's nothing in there for us. It's for everybody else. Exactly. You know? yeah. And, uh, you know, it, this, is, this is how it works in New Jersey. But we are going... We are going to have our day in court, and the courts, again, have to follow history and text and tradition, and we'll see how much of it they follow, but I believe we're on a fast path now, so the Pandora's box has been open, Yep, and it's going to continue to move that way. I'm going to go back around to this later when I get into napping, but I just want to talk about a few other things. Um, uh, Mo, everybody heard Mo's story, mm. and... Uh, Mo was here the next day for a class, and I'm humbled by how many people reached out to Mo uh, through me. So uh, Sal D'Angelo, who owns Nino's Pizzeria in Harrison, who's on the quarantine crawl, who has an award-winning square pie that is un un unbelievable, um, is uh, is a, it's just a f- phenomenal piece of pizza. He has invited uh, Mo and his entire family to go there for dinner on him <laughs> for for taking that two way fight. So I just Mo, when you hook up with Sal and you go down, don't forget you have to bring uh, your first cousin Mahmoud Calandro with you <laughs> uh, for for that free dinner and pizza that night. All right, because the meatballs are pretty good too. So make sure Mahmoud Calandro gets invited as well. Now. After the Patterson Police Department, the next police department that hates me is Montclair, but Patterson is number one. And it's hard that you have to drive around these towns. Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> so for years, um, I've been hearing the feedback about Patterson PD telling customers, you know, citizens in their town, F that guy, he's anti-police or yeah, whatever. But yeah. So when Mo approached me, I was so glad to help him. And uh, so he ended up doing quite well in getting his permit. But uh, since the show has aired, I've had seven people email me that had similar situations with those two guys in that department and they're all either Muslim, black or uh, Spanish 
and uh, well, I'm they're, putting they're part of those people. You know? Yes, and I'm putting them all in contact with an attorney, and it looks like there's going to be a class action lawsuit. So, those okay. two officers that's and anybody hard. else that's been involved in this civil rights violation, uh, start wearing clean underwear <laughs> to work every day, <laughs> and bring your toothbrush. Yeah, because um, you know, if it's a civil rights violation and mm. it's a criminal thing, it's official misconduct. Yeah. You're not doing your job. You're not we'll following well the law. Prison, you're discriminating against people. And the ACLU <clears> has <throat> been contacted too. Now it's a gun case. They might not take it, but it involves uh, numerous minorities. Right. So the ACLU might want to take it. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. It would look bad if they didn't take it, but we'll see. But uh, and then uh, I've had members come in. They want to know if Mo needs help with legal fees. So Mo, we need to do a meet and greet with you, and we need to decide if you want to raise some money for those uh, those legal fees that you have. But you know, it looks like class action lawsuit is coming. I got members. They want to buy Mo a membership and everything. I mean, holy moly! I just had a customer come in a store yesterday and gave me a whole box of Bahique Cuban cigars. It's oh, like a six hundred dollar box of cigars. Oh my god! Not for you, Mo. They were for me. <laughs> Uh, uh, it can't all be about you, Mo. So, you know how we can joke around? So, when, when Murphy signed the law, a minute later, Mo texted me. How does this affect me? I'm like, bro, stop harassing me or I will red flag you. <laughs> he texted me back, immediately texted me back. He goes, bro, I can't believe you went there. <laughs> Seriously? So, so, he texts me back. He goes, I'll red flag you. I said, bro. I've been turbo oh, three times. On, I've been turbo three yeah. times when I was going through, through my divorce. Yeah. I, call, I told him lightweight. <laughs> you know, like, you've only had you've only had one turbo. I've had three turbos. I remember you sitting out on your front porch with a cigar. Oh, uh, when they searched my house, <laughs> yeah. Mo, my turbos. I wasn't allowed five hundred feet with within yeah. five hundred feet of my business, my yeah. gun range. Right, right. So, that was always fun. I remember the I remember the chalk outline here that, that you couldn't cross. I couldn't cross. I couldn't go past the radio studio. <laughs> That's right, yeah. Uh, for you listening, I couldn't go past the radio studio for 14 months. Mm-hmm. I couldn't go into two classrooms. I couldn't go into two ranges. I couldn't go <laughs> in the in the in the gun area as long as there was guns present. <laughs> yeah, and where would you find guns present? I mean, uh, so that was that was part of my uh, anyway. Yeah, the part fun. of my settlement <laughs> <laughs> with the prosecutors. <laughs> so, Mo, I don't want you to step up your game, but uh, but I, it's a heartfelt for thing. For a vendetta, we might. No, have. not for a vendetta. Yeah. You know, um, mine was a vendetta yes, against it me. Was. They yes. tried to use uh, criminal allegations to gain advantage in a civil case. Yes. And in the end, it backfired. It sure did. Because, look, I'm here taping show 605, <laughs> living my best life. <laughs> right. And those who started it are, I don't know where, living I don't in a care. Tent somewhere. Or? I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. Uh, so with the new laws, I was out to dinner the other night at a little Christmas party, and there was two state troopers there. One was uh, pretty high up. They have zero directive. The state police and local police don't know how to handle the new law changes because now New Jersey's duty to inform. So the cops don't know. So they pull you over. You're not allowed to have your gun on you with this new law. It has to be in your trunk or something. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. But you have to tell the cop you have a gun. So... The police haven't been told, all right, so the passenger, the driver of the car says they have a gun. What's the protocol next? What's the state police, local police, what's the police training commission guidelines now when someone informs you they have a firearm? Right. Do you tell them to get out of the car? Do you yeah. tell them to keep their hand? Like, they, they don't know. They don't know. They, they don't know. Because there is none. There is none yet. Because yeah. all Murphy cared about was that opportunity, the photo op, to sign that before Christmas to kiss Bloomberg's ass. Right. You know how low you have to go to kiss oh. Bloomberg's ass? Yeah, he's like four low. foot three. <laughs> pretty freaking low. With pumps on. He's four <laughs> foot three. So, But Murphy had to kiss Bloomberg's ass. He had yeah. to get it signed before the end of the year so it didn't start over again. But they didn't think it through. No. The they computer system's not set up. The FAR system's not set up. We don't right. have insurance yet. The right. towns don't know how to handle it. The state police don't right. know how to handle it. Right. Nobody knows how to handle it. Right. Blithering idiots. Yeah, they absolutely Blithering are. idiots. And they don't even read their own bills. They don't even read the laws that are on the books. And they rewrite over and over and over again like that. Like uh, our, our wonderful guest, Loretta Weinberg. Uh, had said, we just make the laws, let the courts fight it out. That's right. Let them sort it out, and they'll decide if it's constitutional or not. You know, talking about the courts, immediately the assignment judges and trial judge administrators issued a guideline from the New Jersey courts. The judges are now out of the carry permit system. I got the directive right here. Directive 14-22 supersedes directive 6-19. No more judges involved in the permit scheme. 
And that's a Christmas present to the judges. Correct. And we're not fighting to, to remove this. No, we no, want no. this. So now yeah. permits are going back to the police department. They never should they have been stopped there to at begin the chief. With. Correct. Well, Murphy and the AG Plankton, Plankton, who who played, tat- by the way, Platkin, Stuart Platkin, he played Tattoo on Fantasy Island, the remake, by the, the plane, way. But the he plane. was he was too short, so to to be Hervé Villages, he had to wear <laughs> he had to wear inserts. Okay, and the the superintendent of state police, Platkin and Murphy. Did not want the judges removed because they wanted one more. I know this oh, yeah. firsthand, by the way. They wanted another roadblock for us oh, serfs. How nice. And the judges couldn't wait to be removed from it. And now the judges are removed from it, So, which is another in- interesting thing. But they couldn't wait to issue the directive and get the hell out of the system. Yeah, because yeah. they have, like, real criminal cases. Right. Because they have to work to follow our catch-and-release guidelines. They're constantly having trials and releasing people releasing back pa- out. Yeah, prisoners. It's busy, busy work. Yeah, they sure have is. less work. Did you know New York? identified 90% of the crime in the five boroughs is 1,695 people committing 90% of the crime. (laughs) The majority of them have been arrested over 100 times. Oh, come on. Really? Yeah. (laughs) So what's the definition of insanity? Oh, my God. There's 1,700 people causing (laughs) 90% of the mayhem in the five boroughs. Rather than addressing it, we just keep locking them up and releasing them the same day. That's perfect. That's just perfect. Oh, on that note, <laughs> Wall Street Journal, on that note, I was going to save this for learning, but while we're talking about that, brick-and-mortar retail stores are not only facing competition from online retailers, an analysis was done on brick-and-mortar stores versus e-commerce companies, and this year, it's estimated to close out with six days left to the year, that brick-and-mortar stores in the United States of America have lost a combined $94.5 billion to retail theft. Oh, my God. Almost a hundred billion to retail oh. theft. You think our system's broken? Yeah. Well, forget about Amazon being your competitor. Yeah. I told you. I went right. to an eyeglass store. The right. guy walked in. He just stole frames and walked out with yeah. them. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna start doing that. <laughs> you don't get prosecuted for it. I'm gonna step up my game too. Just I'm gonna start wearing some expensive nine, frames. Nine hundred ninety-nine. That's only California. <laughs> Uh, oh, New, New there's York no threshold anywhere else that I know of. Really? No, they don't give a shit. Oh, that's just wonderful. That's they, great. They don't care. So we had a uh, we had a young lady named Kathy uh, Kathleen Powderly, who took the alternate route in the uh, Bergen County Police Academy, and our own Doug instructor here, who's a retired police officer and also was an instructor at the Passaic County Police Academy. Doug gave her a bunch of private lessons uh, because she wanted a pass her qualification. She was concerned. She had never really shot guns before, especially in a serious manner. She came in the other day with this beautiful glass trophy and did a photo op with me and Doug, and just (laughs) Doug and herself. Uh, Patrol Officer Kathleen Powderly, basic training class, number 129, Bergen County, received a score of (laughs) 99.4%. She was second top gun and she is a record. She's the first female ever in the Bergen County Police Academy to achieve st- top wow, gun status. Congratulations. How's that? That's wonderful. We are the best. Yes. I'm, you surround yourself with the best, That's and right. this is what happens. That's a rising what tide off. raises all That's boats, right? right? So to Doug and Tony and all the rest of the guys in my instructor cadre, bravo. And to Kathleen, kick butt out there, young lady, kick butt. I am just so proud and happy uh, with all of them. So. Let's go back to what Knappen was talking about here. So, you know, a couple of things. Your new a- new applications will no longer be approved through the courts. We talked about that, all right? Our carry permit fee is going from $50 to $200, which is <clears throat> so, classist, racist, yeah, right. all right? And creates another bureaucracy. Correct. It, it looks like you're not going to have to get digital fingerprints anymore, so you're going to save like $55. If you have digital prints already from an FID card. For, for, correct. For, yeah. Now you're going to need uh, four references of reputable people, and they they can't be related by blood or law, and you have to know them for at least three years. Oh. Okay, so you have to have four references instead of three, because that makes us safer. Yeah, because that extra reference makes yes. all the difference. In the we world. still don't know what the training is going to be for use of force and the shooting portion. I'm sure the state police is jumping right on that right now. They're oh. going to come out with another 26-page slide. Today. Today they're working overtime. Yeah. Insurance is going to be required, but it's going to be required in July. Uh, it's not required yet. We have six months because no one writes this insurance yet. 
Uh, and what happens if an insurance company, no underwriter comes in to do this? What would happen then? I guess, I don't know. Then we can't carry? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, U.S. Law Shield is not insurance. U.S. Law Shield is a legal defense fund. Right. Everybody should have U.S. Law Shield. Yep. But now, uh, don't break chops with your insurance companies for this liability insurance right now. Uh, the NRA and a couple of 2A organizations are working with insurance carriers right now to come up with some type of insurance should this not be thrown out in court. It's one of the things going over, out, though. You're also prohibited from carrying open carry now. Before you can carry open or concealed, now you can't carry open, even if you have a permit. All right? You now have a duty to inform. If you're pulled over or you're on the street with an officer, you have a gun on, you have to tell them. Now, does that, does that carry forward if you don't have a carry permit, too, and you have just a, and you're transporting, say, interstate? No, only for carry. Per- wow, that's a good question. I don't know. Okay. I don't know. If you just have an FID card and you got your guns and you're going to the range, yeah. I would say no, but you get napping. let's get napping to answer that. Okay. There's now a list of prohibited places, and the list is so long, I don't even know what to tell you, okay? You can't carry in your car, which I don't know how that makes us <laughs> safer. Uh, I don't know how you can carry, go to one place to another. Well, you got to protect the car, Jack. Yeah, the most dangerous thing that happens is when people are gunning and degunning. Yes. Holstering yes. and reholstering. Unholstering, yep. reholstering. Unholstering, reholstering. That's the most so, ADs that you'll ever So they, that's purposely put in the law because they want somebody to have an no. accident. Yeah. They want somebody to be spotted taking their gun out in a public place so they can charge them with an unlawful display of a gun or whatever. This right. is all by design. Yep. This is, this is treacherous. Yes. Okay. I don't care what anybody says. This is definitely treacherous, and it was done to, to hang us up and screw us up. Yep. And uh, it's going to work because yep. we're going to have people that are going to get arrested. And there might be people going to jail for it, too. But the good thing is uh, we have the best legal eagles working on all the teams across the board. I've heard rumors that the two-way organizations, there's infighting again. I want to tell you something. For someone that has his pulse on all of the two-way organizations, I have my finger on the pulse of all the two-way organizations. I donate to all of them. I support to all of them. I'm a member of all of them. There, there's, there's talking amongst all the groups. There's strategizing amongst all the groups. Is there love amongst all the groups? Not really, but there's a common good. The thing is, don't confuse... The group leaders not getting along with the group leaders. The lawyers are all get together. Oh yeah, right. the lawyers all talk oh, to each yeah. other. They strategize. They sure. bounce stuff off each other. Yep. They they like each other's angles. So there is work going on behind the closed doors where people are helping each other uh, for our common good because they all want this to be a win. Listen, every lawyer wants this to be a feather in their cap, regardless of what two A organization they yeah, belong to. Exactly. They want to be the one that have the win. So there's this level of competitiveness. So they're not going to give everybody their secrets. It's the old one where you say, "Son, I taught you everything you know. Not everything I." Know. No. Right. That's what it comes down to. But there is, I, I haven't heard anything yet, Sandy, and I talk to everybody, I communicate with everybody in the groups, and uh, there is none of that going on right now. Everybody's focused on this like 100%. So, excuse me, I'm feeling like we're in a really, really good spot. Uh, talking about attacks, I've been doxxed again. Got this young Republican activist up in North Jersey. Um, he went back and he did a search on my political donations for the past 10 or 15 years, and he found that I've been donating to some lower-level Democrats in the, uh, in the mayor and the uh, council, which were freeholders in uh, New Jersey, and he doesn't believe I'm a true Second Amendment advocate. Did he, he find out believe, by listening to our shows when, when you talked about that? Like or? when I had the mayor here yeah. for a fundraiser who's right. a Democrat? Yeah. Did he find I, that, that, like we, that We hid that. We didn't want anybody uh, to yeah, know we, when yeah, we, we advertised uh, absolutely that. Absolutely sure, yeah. So one of the problems, uh, and Francis Patrick sent this to me, one of the problems with these younger uh, activists, I use an air quote, is they don't understand no. the dynamic of politics. No, we've been at this before they were born. And... Uh, in my county, there's very rarely a Republican that you can donate and yeah, vote for. And I did exactly. donate. I usually don't. When there's a Republican running, I usually donate the same to both sides. Yeah. Hedge your bets. Yeah. Rich people have been doing that for 27,000 yeah. years. That's how they get richer. Exactly. But uh, I've had the mayor come here and do a fundraiser. I've right. had him shoot here. He's a Democrat. We've had the mayor on the show. We've had the mayor on the show 100%. I forgot about that. Yeah. And... Uh, He's come to my defense many times. Many and times. getting the approvals yes. on this building, the first building and the second building, I needed the mayor and the it's council very hard. behind the, the, me. A lot of people in the towns, a lot of the people in the towns, anti-gun. Yes. You have people in your own development who hate you. Yeah, they have a petition to get me out. Yeah. Uh, and now I have another gun 
to a person trying to out me. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, if they wanted me to pass the baton to them, I'll gladly step aside if they could fill my size 14D. Right. I'll gladly step aside. So dox me all you want. This will be like my fifth doxing in three years. January <laughs> will be true. three years <laughs> when I got my first doxing. <laughs> yeah, okay, I, I don't care. Bring it on. I'm, I'm all good. But uh, it's interesting because uh, I've only or made... Or maybe do just a smatter of... Uh, yeah, I think that thing is called Google that you can get on and you can find out other things and maybe go back in history. Do a smattering of, of uh, research before you, uh, before you So do. I don't know what their end run is, but if they want my job, they can gla- gladly have oh, it. Yeah, I'm going to be 62 in yeah. February. I'm eligible I mean, for Social Security. Yeah, Maybe they would like to stand out in the sideways of freezing rain. Uh, and protest uh, and, and protest. speak. Yeah, yeah while Good we're luck. locked out of the state capitol. And right? donate tens of thousands of dollars a year yeah. to two-way organizations. Right. Yeah, maybe anyway. they went up. Yeah. Uh, enough pounding my chest, but I just find it interesting that, yeah, I'm the great target to come after, so right. that, that's good. I, right. I really don't mind it, but I did donate I did donate uh, to How one state. How about focus on the real enemies from now yeah, Nah, that's too easy. <laughs> it's better to go after me. Yeah. Uh, I did donate to the Democrat Mom, in Essex County. Is my is my macaroni <laughs> and cheese ready yet? <laughs> I donated to the, the one Democrat in Essex County because he was the one that was... Uh, uh, sponsoring the committee where you couldn't rent guns anymore. Yeah, so if you yeah. brought your kid to the range and everything, and we got that killed, and I've been donating to him every year. Every year he has a fundraiser. And one thing is, like, the the person who's trying to dox me, they're trying to sneak me. Every donation was done under my name, and there's a public record of it. <laughs> if I, in fact, was if I in fact was covertly, I would have my other people donate under their names. Yeah, right. I could have my employees donate for me. There's a word for that. I don't know what it's, but when you do like illegal, like dark money or whatever, yeah, I don't know yeah. what it's called, but there's illegal campaign contributions, right? I own a gun range. I can't do shit illegal like that, right? right. I'm under a microscope, but but I could. there's other ways to donate. Yeah. I didn't have to go on record. Right. I always fill out that federal tax thing with election laws and voting and donation and stuff. Right. I always fill the thing out. <laughs> so you, that's how he found it. He went onto the site and he looked at everything I've ever donated and who I donated to. So he's going around to all these journalists and saying, I got a big secret. I got a big 2A guy that's been donating to some Democrats in the state of New Jersey. Why don't you go sneak him and knock him off of his throne so we lose that line of communication? Yeah. Because <laughs> even though I'm a 2A guy, this is going to help our cause somehow. Because yeah. I don't know. Mom, Mom said I got to cut the grass. So anyway, big middle finger, baby. Big yeah. middle finger. Yeah. Anytime you want it, take it. Right. Heavy lies the crown. Yeah. I'll pass it off in a minute. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of responsibility that comes with that, though. You know, like uh, he might get doxxed doing something. Oh no, that would never happen. That would could it? happen. That could happen. Oh, on a positive note, why are gun people the best people? We broke a record this year. Toys for Tots, nineteen white Toys for Tot boxes completely filled and trucked out of here <laughs> by December 21st, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, that's incredible. Every year, you people <laughs> amaze me and break another record. But is. this year, we had our ringer. <laughs> I get an email from this guy, Glenn Linden, who's a member of the range, comes here with his wife, his two kids. One of his kids is in a service. Great people. He wrote, Anthony, I have some toys for tots. <laughs> Can I still drop them off? I've been collecting them for you at two locations Can for the range. I email back, sure, Glenn, just let me know. This is the email I get back. He goes, Aunt, I have six moving boxes coming today filled with toys. May need your loading dock. <laughs> I have TRS movers making the delivery. Oh, that's great. And Bobby Cardillo is sending from his site as well. Thank you, Glenn Linden. Sandy, <laughs> when the gunny came from the Marine Corps yeah. to pick up the Toys for Tots, he backed the van up. He's got the cigar in his mouth. I opened the bay door, and he looked. He goes, I need the Sprinter. <laughs> <laughs> so we filled the van, and he left, and he came back an hour later with the Sprinter truck. Oh, that's great. And we filled that up. Oh, that's perfect. Sandy, it's the best feeling ever. Uh, truly, gun people are, are the best people. Are. I just I just want to tell you that. I, you guys humble me all the time. I donated. I ordered from Amazon like 11 gifts, and I dropped them in the box. And yes, if you're a, a member of the Ranger, if you see me picking through the boxes once in a while, <laughs> I'm always looking for something nice for me, but I will trade it for something else if I see something. <laughs> I'm looking for like uh, Rock'em Sock'em Robots or Battleship. Oh, yeah, none of that's in none there. None of that stuff's in there. No, that's, all the games in I there, know. I don't understand. I know. <laughs> all the games and toys I look at, I'm like, what's this? 
what was the name of that punching bag? Remember with the sand in the bottom of it? It was like oh almost life-size. And, we hit and it would come back like and hit you in the face. come back and hit you in the face. Yeah. It was an inflatable, like look like an inflatable bowling pin. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And the, the clown had like a little orange hair, yeah, pink yeah. hair sticking out. What a cheap-ass toy. I know. That had sand in the bottom. <laughs> Definitely a choking hazard. Yep. Uh, as our legislators have confirmed in New Jersey, everybody out there, get your firearms ID cards for your family, friends, loved ones, coworkers. I have a constant stream of people coming into the range telling me, this is my daughter. She just turned 18. I got her FID card, and she's here to buy a rifle today. We're celebrating. Oh, this is going to be great. I need it nonstop. Yeah, I need this. I need this, this nonstop. I need people yeah. to continue to do it. Our legislators look at those numbers, okay? That's the only thing that they do check. Uh, they want to see how many gun owners there are in their legislative yep. district. We want to knock their socks off next November. We want them to look and go, holy shit, yeah. the number of FID card members tripled in my ledge district I listen if somebody's in a legislative district that has 30,000 people and they go to the state police and say how many FID card holders in my district there's 30,000 people and there's 65 people with FID cards do you think those 65 right. emails have any bearing on them yeah they don't really what if there's 3,500 and this right. is someone who lost who won the election by 180 votes last year yeah, exactly. you think they're going to pay attention yep that's what we need to do and yep. some of these people this this was my paperwork, by the way. Some of these people, they won. I'm looking through this. Jim Howard posted this. Won by 6,000 votes, 3,000 votes, 5,000 votes. Oh, my God. 2,600 votes. That was uh, Vin Gopal won by 2,600 votes. Wow. You think he he's interested in how many people have FID cards? He's interested. Yeah. Okay? We want to make sure yeah. we take care of that. Uh, John Marquez. Good evening, Mr. Clangers. Just thought I'd share some info passed on to me by a buddy police officer of mine. He told me someone in Hackensack was stopped, and their system tells the officer the person is a weapons permit holder, and the driver was asked, and he lied, and that the gun was in the car, which led to his permit being revoked. So he gave me a heads up not to lie if asked. Don't know why anyone would lie, but letting you know in case you want to share it with him. I don't know if that's true or not. I don't know if it's an urban yeah, legend. Right. If anybody out there knows, if they can see that you own guns, if it's linked into the system, System. I don't know if it is, but please let me know because I would love to uh, teach I, people it, that you know, if possible. It, it might be because they know when you have firearms in the house. With your FID card, but you have a and, and your but your permits. Those are folders that are in the police department. Yeah. that's not linked to any background check system. But what's interesting was <clears throat> when remember when we had the home invasion. Years ago, and uh, the detective, when I said to him, you know, there are firearms in that house, and he said, yes, sir, we know. I said, my wife tell you? No. But they might have known, too, if it was on the radio. The permit officer might have, or somebody might have said, they have guns in the house because he's done your permits, too. Again, I could be wrong. I, I could be right. You know you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, a newsflash. Anybody that applied for their FID card from July 5th to September 13th, the training requirement was in effect, and there was no training requirement. The training requirement was posted on the state police website September 14th. So you might get an email from your police department that you need to take your training. If you get that email from the police department, you have to go to the FAR system, open the FAR system homepage, pretend you're creating a new profile, watch the 26 slides, close it, and then reply to that email that you watched all 26 slides and your training's done. This is how intelligent we are in New Jersey. <laughs> and then your training requirement's done. And look at yeah. that. You're a safe, responsible gun yeah, owner. Because you watched 26 outdated slides. That There is no test chops. or anything at the end. Yeah. I logged on with somebody else's thing. I flipped through the slides as fast as I could press the right arrow button. Yeah. And at the end, it's over. It's done. That's it. I took the test. I didn't even look at the slides. Oh, man. That's how the system works in New Jersey because <laughs> we're ruled by idiots. We are ruled by we're ruled by morons. No, no, we really are. Yeah, and and you know what? It's going to catch up to them. I'm a firm believer that it's that it's that it's going to catch up to them. Uh, how much time do we have left? Well, we are uh, more than three quarters of the way through. So why don't we? I talked my ass we, off, huh? We sure did. Okay, let me give you this, and then we're going to go into a great learning, couple of great learning segments, and then Sandy will tell me to when to cut it off. So Marty from Marty's V Burger. Um, I sent me a gift. Him and his wife gave me a gift, Christmas or Hanukkah gift, and it's a black T-shirt. And on the cover, it says on the front, it says, "Sometimes I meet people 
and I feel sorry for their dog. <laughs> I agree. Dogs over people all day. You know, if we had dogs and pigs in Trenton, it would be better than the Marxists. Yeah, that's for sure. Much better intentions, yeah. for sure. But we don't, unfortunately. So we have to deal with what we're dealt. So Marty's V-Burger, martysvburger.com. He also has a location in Queens on Skillman Avenue, Long Island City. Uh, it's Sunnyside, Long Island City. And he has all the delivery platforms, and you can place your orders uh, and use a Gun for Hire or Gun for Hire Radio for your discount. And it's martysvburger.com. Check them out, okay? NY Tax Defense. If you live in New York, you need this legal protection. Again, it's a legal defense fund. It's not insurance. NYTACDefense.com. Use Gun for Hire, one word, for the discount. If you're in 49 other states, especially New Jersey, U.S. Law Shield, and use Gun for Hire, one word, for your discount. It's a legal defense fund. It's not the $300,000 liability insurance. And this uh, coming January 15th from 1 to 4 p.m. It's a Sunday at the Clifton Masonic Lodge. Evan Knappen and myself will be hosting another U.S. Law Shield seminar going over a lot of this carry craziness and other stuff. So please check it out. Also, uh, Decoding Firearms by John Petrolino is available on Amazon and Kindle. It's not available at the Pro Shop because we sold them all out for Christmas. John, I need more Decoding Firearms. Please email me. Quarantine Crawl, QuarantineCrawl.com. Everybody uses it. My buddy Ken Edward, he, uh, he just used it to go to uh, West Essex Jewelers. Joe Sapp, he sent me an email. He said it was phenomenal service. West Essex Jeweler, he got some jewelry made there. I had something made uh, for Tracy, too. It's wrapped under the tree. She hasn't even seen it yet. <laughs> and Joe Sapp from West Essex Jewelers made it for me. Crime Proof, think like a criminal and beat them at their own game. I sold a ton of them for the holidays. Get your ass down here and get them. It's a great gift. My doctor, Optimal Health Wellness NJ, OptimalHealthWellnessNJ.com, Dr. Joe Sambatero, for a couple hundred dollars a month, concierge medicine. No more waiting in a stinky doctor's office with outdated magazines. <laughs> Text or call the doc, get an appointment, and a checkup immediately. There's more to it than that, but that's a good start. <laughs> Lake Island Rifle and Pistol Club. Be quiet, doctor. Lake Island Rifle and Pistol Club, L-A-K-E-I-S.org, is looking for junior shooters, 8 to 12 years old. If you're in the Scotch Plains area, go say hello to Sharon Decker, Zen Float Center in Scotch Plains, New Jersey. Sandy's going to talk about guiding rains later. Let's do it now. Uh, okay, real quick. Wait to do bullets and bagels for Assemblyman uh, Bob Auth. Support those who support you. Nice. 30 seats, $150 a seat. It's January 10th, 9 a.m. till 12. It's a Tuesday, 9 to 12. The assemblyman's going to be here. We're going to have breakfast, and you'll be able to shoot a variety of guns if you want. It's a $150 donation, 30 seats. Support those who support you. Sandy, hit me with Guiding Reins. Guiding Reins. You know I went to go see that uh, program, right? Uh, yes. They, they use um, uh, equine therapy for uh, whether it's emotional issues or post-stroke victims, any type of physical or, or mental issue emotional issue um, it is a, an amazing program problem is they lost their funding thanks to the Biden administration and it's it's free to veterans and first responders um, so there's really no source of other income at this point after uh, uh, January 1st they're probably going to lose all of their funding so um, I'm asking all of my fellow veterans to please um, take a look at their website, Guiding Reins, R-E-I-N-S, like the reins of a horse, dot org. Uh, and if you please feel inclined to help <clears throat> out another vet uh, who is falling on some hard times or recuperating from something that uh, has be been uh, uh, besieged them, uh, please, um, five bucks, ten bucks, anything will help. Uh, guidingreins.org. Anthony? Okay, so some learning stuff. Uh, Rabbi Bendori responded like two or three weeks ago uh, from a learning segment when I read off the Wall Street Journal about uh, elderly uh, becoming uh, victims of phishing scams with their phones, yep. which we could also become victims and our children too. 
Uh, oh, by the way, I have like 10,000 letters to read from people, and uh, maybe I'll try to knock some down next week or the week after. But this whole carry thing has been too important. I, so yeah. I've been pushing your letters out and saving them. So I did not forget about all of you. And keep sending me your updates and your accolades and your complaints and your letters and anybody else that wants to dox me or whatever. <laughs> I, ate, I, I, had, I ate vegan food a couple of times, too, when I went to Marty's. <laughs> that might be a disqualifier, too. So... Uh, but so the rabbi said, uh, and because he's in like cybersecurity and stuff in the city and everything, he wrote, Hi, Aunt. The easiest way to help your parents avoid all the online phishing attacks is to follow two simple rules. Number one, never click on a link sent to you by any bank, store, credit card, etc. Instead, just go directly to the website or app yourself and log in. If the email or text that they sent is legit, there will be a message waiting for you there. That's the, that's the God's honest truth, yeah, right? Yeah. Number two, never give out any information over the phone. If they call you, if someone calls claiming that to be your bank or credit card, tell them that you will call them back. Don't call back the number they gave you. Instead, call the number on the back of the card and tell them you got a phone call from someone claiming to be them asking for information. The rabbi goes on, unfortunately, they probably won't listen to you. <laughs> but the above will prevent most of the attacks that depend on user stupidity. If they can tolerate it, turn on two-factor authentication everywhere, if they can tolerate it. Good luck. Uh, the rabbi says, in, in other fun, a friend's home was burglarized at 7 p.m. on a weeknight. Criminals drove a car up the side of the house and smashed the rear sliding door. They raided the master bedroom and dragged the 400-pound safe out of the master closet using the comforter from the bed. By the time the police showed up, they got spooked and took off, abandoning the safe on the lawn. He goes, I'm betting they couldn't fit it in the car. Not a good, well-thought-out plan. <laughs> yeah. He goes, my advice, one, put that big heavy safe down, down in the basement where they can't possibly lift it. I'm going to add to that, um, Rabbi, you can also bolt it to the floor. You can bolt it to the wall. You can also go to a reloading supply place, shotgun reloading supply place, and buy chilled shot. They're like 50-pound bags of mm. shot. Get like 10 of them and put them in the <laughs> bottom of your safe. Yeah, when nice. I lived in um, Whippany, I had a safe in the, in the garage, and I did that. And we tried to move the safe with a hand truck. And when we put the hand truck under and pulled it back, the tongue of the hand truck bent. <laughs> You're not leaving it. You're not leaving it. Yeah, the, yeah. Uh, the, then the rabbi goes on and says, your alarm perimeter needs to start outward, far from, the vari uh, from, from your valuables. Add a glass break detector and motion detector, detector so that the alarm sounds long before they get close to the safe. When the alarm sounds, they know they have approximately five minutes before the police show up. And they're going straight to your bedroom during those five minutes, as listed in my book. And we've yep. discussed a million times million. on the show. Here's a thought. Add a heavy dummy safe in your bedroom. Fill with nails and a note that says F you. Put it in a spot where it says it's easy to find so they take it and leave. With blessings, RDB. <laughs> I love a dummy safe. I, I do. I love yeah, a dummy safe great. like that. Let them work on that. Um, I have Alarm.com, and I have an app on my phone. When I leave the house, if when nobody's home, I set it for instant, so there's no delay. So if somebody comes into my house, opens a door, window, garage, there's no 45-second delay to shut right the keypad away? off. It goes off automatically. Oh. If you have only a keypad, you have to set it for – because you have to get out. Yeah, yeah. All right, but having a, an app, having newer technology, it's the best, so you have instant alarm. Oh, that's All right? perfect. That, yeah, that's the way to do it. Now, when I go to bed at night, when I set the perimeter, it's on instant alarm. I don't want a 45-second delay no. if somebody oh. breaks in the house in the <laughs> no. middle of the night. Right, yeah. So when you set it for home, that means it's instant on. When you set it yeah. for away, there's a delay. So when you have an app, I can set my alarm for home, which puts the perimeter on tw you know, all the way. While so you're out of the house. While I'm out of the house. Oh, that's, that's what great. I do. So that's yeah, a that's big, wonderful. big help. Yeah. And they always go for the master bedroom. Because that's where the majority of the valuables are. They'll grab anything else along the way. And but the, the top draws. Always the top drawers. Always. Everybody puts all their shit in the top yeah, drawers. Right. Put your stuff in your kid's room in the third drawer yep. down, and it'll probably survive a break-in. <laughs> exactly. This one is really important, Sandy. How much time do we have left? Uh, got about, no, four minutes. This is really important uh, because, I mean, we're old now, but we could have fallen victim to this. And, you know, the FBI, every once in a while, stops investigating conservatives and stops investigating political people and stops working in Twitter, Facebook, and Google, Amazon. Yeah, and they actually stuff. do FBI work. Oh my God! Yeah, not often, but no, no. but they but they do right. They don't don't want to. So this is a scam that's going on, uh, and it's it's pretty scary because we would have when you were eighteen, sixteen, fifteen, fourteen, you would have fallen victim of this. 
So here's the scheme. We have all of this stuff going on. The kids are on all these different social media sites, whether it's TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, or whatever. And all of a sudden, they get a hit from a girl, likes their photo, starts liking their photos. All of a sudden, they, they, they uh, send them a message. Starts out innocuous, plain. Then all of a sudden, it starts to get a little more risque. And they actually use, like, let's say it's happening in Russia, and they use a girl. She could probably be underage because sex traffic and stuff. Who's yeah. watching it there, yeah, right? Exactly. Again, the FBI is not involved in any of that stuff, right? Right. The gymnast girls were molested. Yeah, Remember yeah. Nassar, the doctor? Those, he yeah. molested those girls. They no didn't problem. investigate, yeah, right? They were busy. Yeah, they were, very, very they were looking at Trump's mail, yeah, that's uh, true. and his tax yeah. return, and hiding Hunter Biden's computer. Correct yeah. for a year and a yeah. half. Yeah. <laughs> Look right. over there. Nothing to see here. <laughs> yeah. So here's what happens: it gets it steps up sexually, and the girl will send a picture and a little more. Then before you know it, the girl starts sending explicit stuff where she's, you know, taking care of herself. Yeah. And she'll be like, to the boy, send me some photos. And then they'll get the boy to get send photos while they're pleasuring themselves. Playing the let's piano. Say. Yeah. And then it switches from that girl and it becomes this bearded Russian guy <laughs> who says, we now have all your photos and oh. we're going to post them everywhere. How oh. oh, nice. So imagine being 13 uh, years old, uh, the level of maturity back then, yeah, right. and feeling that you got roped into this. Yeah, right. And what they're doing is they're coercing you to get gift cards and cash Man. and sending it overseas and uh, reading the gift card numbers on the back. Oh you know, get your mother's credit card, go down to CVS, buy a $100 gift card, and then read us the numbers on the back of the gift card. They get the money wherever they are. Yeah, that's, and uh, can't be prosecuted. So far uh, this year, there's been 7,000 reports of such plots, and over 3,000 of them were victims. Oh, my God. You need to sit down and talk to your kids, male and female. Uh, this has increased tenfold from 2021 to 2022. Wow. So it's a target-rich environment. This yeah, is something where if I was in Russia, I'd be like, damn, why didn't I think it at? Yeah, right? I because, listen. Yeah. And all you guys out there listening, when you were 14 years old, if all of a sudden you had a girl start sending you pictures in underwear and then boob pics and then naked and then all kinds of crazy porno pictures, there's a good chance you would reciprocate. Oh, yeah. Especially if there was, they do a lot of live chat and stuff, too. Oh, so that's a, right. Yeah. So you think, you don't think it's a fake person. It's a real person you're talking to. Yeah, yeah. She's a young girl. Yeah. And she's doing things. And you right. think, you know, she might either, she's 18 posing as a 14 or she really is 14 in whatever foreign country she is. So I'm going to be honest with you. When I was 12 or 13 years old, they would have hooked me. Oh, yeah. Any guy that says no, you're lying. Right. That's why you uh, need glasses and you need glasses. Yeah. I, well, the doctor says if I pleasured myself, I needed to uh, go blind. So I just did it till I needed glasses. Yeah, that's true. So I want all of you uh, that have children, directly or indirectly, over this holiday season to talk to the kids and tell them about this scam and tell them this is what could happen. Yeah. This is yeah. serious as a heart attack. Right. Okay, because if you get roped into this, and then tell them, listen, if you do get roped into this, do not start paying any ransom. Right. Let me know. Right. Yeah, we'll fix it. Okay, yeah. what are they going to do anyway? Where are right. they going to post it anyway? They're yeah. just scaring you. Right. It's a fear exactly. f right. fear tactic. Yeah. Where are they going to post it that anybody's going to see it? <laughs> or care. Right. <laughs> but but still, if you put yourself in the mind of a 13-year-old, this, yeah. this is not going to be a good thing. It's oh, not going to yeah. end well. Uh, I want to shout out to Mark Steele, Gun for Hire alumni forever. Finally got his carry permit. Took about 150 days. Yeah. A huge shout out to Tom Skelly, Challenge Coin number 182. Tom Skelly lives all the way down by Winslow in Sicklerville, Gloucester, PD. He finally got his unrestricted. He had to restrict it for many, many years. Took him five years of fighting, and he finally got his his carry. And now he got an unrestricted. And uh, right. he's, even though he lives all the way down there, he's a Taylor Ham guy. And uh, now he can carry in his bedroom all the way to his living room. Yes. And George S. wanted us to remind everybody that uh, you can go onto Amazon Smile and you can earmark to yeah. have a percentage of your purchases on Amazon, who's anti-gun, but a percentage go to ANJRPC. Yep. Not the foundation, the ANJRPC organization. The foundation is for long-term stuff for the range and stuff. Have it go to the regular ANJRPC fund because that's, for, that's funding the legal fees. Okay, I had a guy sh stop in with an elderly guy in the range the other day, Sandy. I had no idea where they were from, and this is the email I got when they left. Hi, Mr. Calandro. Speaking on behalf of my father and myself, I just want to say how much we enjoyed visiting Gun for Hire today. The staff was helpful, professional, enthusiastic, and your warmth and hospitality were amazing. Thank you again for your personal tour and signed copies of your book. Even though it's a bit of a drive, we will definitely be back soon. We look forward to the next Gun for Hire show. And we'll update you on my carry permit in Hamilton Township, Mercer County. Nice drive, Todd. Um, 
uh, and he goes, whenever I manage to get an update. I'm a member of the NRA, GOA, life member. I voted for you in the last NRA election. FPC member, just joined ANJRPC, and listening to your podcast, CNJFO is next on my list. Keep up the good work, and thank you for being the tip of the spear in New Jersey. Tom Mizinoko. Tom, I'm not going to be the tip of the spear anymore. There's this young kid up in Sussex County. He's going to be the new tip of the spear. Uh, he's going to be taking over for me because I'm done. I've been doxxed again. I have to go hide my head in shame. And I bet you Tom is eating the DiLorenzo's tomato pies. DiLorenzo's tomato pies are the best. Uh, Ron Davis sent me a correction. East Hanover is not discriminating people's rights anymore. That chief retired. You do get a permit in 30 days or so, FID card and pistol permits. It was the old chief. We got time for one more email? No, we are there. All right. I'll read the rest next time. Thank you all. Keep the faith. Talk to you for the New Year's show. Sandy, close it up. Well, looks like the clock on the wall does say it all. You've wasted yet another perfectly good hour listening to Gunfire Radio. Gunfire Radio is a counterfeit media production. The music is in this broadcast. If I could get the marbles out of my mouth, it was, was managed by Cosmo Music in New York, New York. On behalf of our show, show host, Oh, here it goes he again. Like me. It's I talk like you. <laughs> Anthony Galandro, author of Crime Proof, Think Like a Criminal and Beat Them at Their Own Game, available wherever great books are sold or at the gun store, bookstore, gun range called Gun for Hire. And you can maybe even, like many of the, many of the folks, uh, catch him in a good mood and get your book signed. Nope. Nope. Okay. That's the new guy. That's the new guy from Sussex <laughs> County. Once he gets out of the basement and uh, his mom uh, makes his bed. Okay. Well, uh, from the great state of New Jersey, both us here. It's wonderful Anthony to be in the studio with you again for a limited period of time. We love you guys. Uh, God willing, Jesus tarries in the battle. Out. We'll see you again next week. I'm gone to Carolina in my mind. Gone to Carolina.